Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to The Ace, Alex Cardinal Entertainment Network, with your host, the crazy Alex Cardinal from Springfield, Massachusetts. You can expect the unexpected on The Ace Network. Now, on to today's show. You are listening to Aquatic Wetline Live from Ace Network. The Aquatic Wetline is the first and original aquarium-keeping podcast that specifically focuses on freshwater fish, and it will continue to focus on freshwater fish. The Aquatic Wetline will discuss everything freshwater from Oscar cichlids and other South and Central America cichlids to catfish, tetras, barbs, and more. Plus, we will also chat saltwater and reptiles. You can expect nothing but the best on Aquatic Wetline. Now let's dive deep into the fish tank and see what our fishy friends have to say tonight. Now, from Ace Network Studios, here is your host, the monster fish lover himself, Oscar Alex Cardinelli. The Aquatic Wetline is brought to you by Akari Sales USA, School of Fish, Inc., Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish, and Blue View Aquatics. Don't forget to head to your local fish store or pet shop to pick up some Hikari products, such as our famous Hikari Bio-Pure Frozen Foods, which include delicious treats such as bloodworms, mysa shrimp, brine shrimp, and more. If you live in Western Massachusetts, be sure to stop by School of Fish, Inc. and Fish Frenzy Tropical Fish for the finest quality in freshwater and saltwater livestock, fish tanks, and more. Now, let's get on with the podcast. Remember, you can download today's podcast via iTunes or by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash aquaalex. Now, Aqua Alex, take it away.
And I think it's going to be a very fun fish-keeping talk show here on the Aquatic Wetline. These shows are going to be airing every Sunday live at 8 p.m. Eastern, and I think it's going to be an awesome addition to the Ace Network because, let's face it, us fish keepers love to talk. And sure, the other episodes of the Aquatic Wetline are very informative where we'll teach you about keeping fish and raising fish, but I figure we need to do a fun talk show where we'll talk about fish and we'll share our personal experiences on fish. So I figured an unscripted live talk on fish would be awesome for the aquatic wetline. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce my co-host for this great series, and he's none other than Fishkeeper Jeff, who is an awesome co-host for the Aquatic Wetline and the Ace Network. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Fishkeeper Jeff to Aquarium Central right here on Aquatic Wetline live on the Ace Network. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing today, Alex? I'm doing fantastic. I'm ready for a wonderful debut. How about you? Yeah, this is going to be awesome. I know it's going to be one of my personal favorite series. I've got that feeling this is going to be a phenomenal series. Now, uh, today we were supposed to have a guest. My brother, Jimmy Cardinelli, who's also a fish keeper, was going to be my guest tonight. But he's not feeling well, and he's actually watching uh, the wrestling pay-per-view that's on. So he'll be here with us next Sunday here on Aquarium Central. So next Sunday we'll have our first guest on this series. Jimmy Cardinelli will be joining us next Sunday. But tonight, we've got a lot of things we're going to cover. I have a major announcement that I'm going to make, and I'm also going to talk about my brand-new aquarium that I got this week, among some other interesting aquarium topics. Now, any fish keeper who is listening live is encouraged to call in live at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. You can call in to ask any tropical fish questions you might have, or call on the chat tropical fish what kind of fish are you keeping how many tanks do you have what are you keeping in your fish tanks go ahead and call and let us know one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and we'll also answer your questions that again is one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two now if you can't call in live but you are listening live You can go ahead and tweet any questions or tweet what fish you're keeping to at AliceCardinelli1. That's tweet to at AliceCardinelli1, or you can tweet to at slash aquariums on Twitter. That's your your, uh, Twitter handle, right, Jeff? Yep. Okay, so we'll also also answer your questions on Twitter and stuff as well. So we hope to hear from our fish-keeping listeners tonight on the Aquarium Central on Ace Network. So let's go ahead and get started. I'll start with the major announcement a lot of my fish-keeping listeners have been waiting for. And here is the announcement. The Aquatic Wetline, Oscar Alice Cardinelli, and fish-keeper Jeff is proud to welcome another sponsor to the Aquatic Wetline. 
That's right, the Aquatic Footline has a brand new sponsor. The Aquatic Footline is now being sponsored by ST International as well. Yes, you heard me right. ST International is now sponsoring the Aquatic Wetline. It is my goal to introduce ST International to everyone on the East Coast, whether you're living in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Vermont, or even New York. I am going to introduce you guys to the wonderful products that ST International has. So pretty soon here on the Aquatic Wetline, you're going to hear a commercial that will be made for ST International. I am beyond happy about that. And you're going to hear some product reviews from me personally on ST International live right here on Aquarium Central every Sunday when I had the chance to do an ST International product review. Now, next Sunday, I probably will be able to review the ST International cancer filter. I'm just waiting for it to come in, but I am going to be reviewing the ST International cancer filter as soon as I get it right here on Aquarium Central, as well as my YouTube channel called The Aquatic Wetline on YouTube. So I am very excited to welcome SK International to the Aquatic Wetline family. We are now being sponsored by Akari Seals USA, School of Fish, Inc., Ishaban Tropical Fish, the wonderful Facebook group, Freshwater Fish Freaks, North Texas Holy Rock, and now ST International. That is amazing, my friends, and I am really honored to have that many fishkeeping sponsors here on the Ace Network. Now, ST International has some wonderful products ranging from filters, whether they be canister or hang-on-the-back filters, or they even have stuff for plants like CO2 systems. They have lighting, basically all your equipment needs. They even have fish food and water conditioners. So definitely check out ST International, one of our aquarium equipment sponsors, live right here on the ACE Network. All right, Jeff. So uh, what do you think of that major announcement that I just made for our listeners? Oh, it's pretty cool. It surprised me. I didn't know nothing about it. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm very happy about it. I think it should be a, a awesome milestone for the Aquatic Wetline. I remember when I first started the Aquatic Wetline, I never thought I'd have sponsors, but now I've got a ton of sponsors, so I'm very happy about this. It's awesome. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you, man. Now, my next major announcement is that there will be a couple of live on-location broadcasts coming up for the Aquatic Wetline. I am in the middle of planning them, and I think they'll be here by June or July. So I'm counting on a summer live on-location broadcast for the Aquatic Wetline, and it'll be the first live on-location broadcast for the ACE Network and for 2015. I would like to broadcast live from the Fish Frenzy Fish Room again, and Fish Frenzy is in South Hadley, Massachusetts. And I also want to redo my School of Fish, Inc. broadcast because I think I can do much better than I did back in October of last year. So there will definitely be some live on-location broadcasts. I'm also planning on maybe doing one from the New England Aquarium and maybe some other places here in our Western Mass. I think it's going to be awesome to have the opportunity to do some more live on-location broadcasts for the Aquatic Wetline. So what do you think of that, Jeff? 
Awesome. I love the live on location broadcast. I do too. I think it's a lot, a lot of fun to do, and I think a lot of the listeners love it. I'm more able to do a lot more now because I've got a laptop and I've got a cell phone now. So basically, I can broadcast anywhere. Plus, I have a microphone coming as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for that. And uh, my final announcement for this week for the Aquatic Wetline is I'm actually looking for some wonderful guests to be on the Aquatic Wetline and Ace Network. So if you know someone who is really interested in fish and they want to come on and talk fish, they're more than welcome to be a guest here on the Aquatic Wetline. All you've got to do is contact me at aquaticwetline at outlook.com. That's aquaticwetline at outlook.com. And we'd love to have you here on this series, Aquarium Central, or our Fish Keepers United series. I love to interview fish keepers, as you guys know. So, uh, Jeff, who do you want to see as a guest here on this fine show? I don't know. I think any guest would be cool, but it would be awesome to get, like, King of DIY or, like, Dustin's Fish Tanks or something. Yeah, I'm definitely working on getting King of DAY on the show. I think that'll be an awesome guest. It'll be cool to have a big YouTuber on here like King of DIY or Dustin's Fish Tanks or even Jacob's Aquarium. I'd be honored to have a big guest like that. Yeah, it would be great. All right, so that was our major announcements for the show. That's a great way to get this series started. Now let's get to our first topic of the evening, our first official fish-keeping aquarium-related topic, and I've been dying to talk about it. Well, after several months and almost a full year, I finally got a big aquarium. You know, I went around telling everyone that I was going to be getting a 125-gallon aquarium, and that was the original plan. The original plan was for me to get a 125-gallon aquarium, and I had saved money for it. I went to the fish store and almost got a 125-gallon aquarium, but then I saw a beautiful 120-gallon aquarium. Now, the 125-gallon was pretty cool, but to me it was too skinny and it was really small. I mean, back in the day, like maybe 8 or 10 years ago, 125s were really big. They were really thick and they were really wide. I really loved the old day style 125-gallon aquariums. But fast forward to this year, the new 125s from Aquions are kind of skinny and thin. And I really didn't like it. I said, I don't know if I want this 125 now. So the fish store owner, Dave from School of Fish, Inc., showed me a 120-gallon aquarium that was pretty much the same price. Actually, it was a lot cheaper than the 125-gallon aquarium. And guess what it came with? It came with a tank, stand, glass canopies, and lights. That's right. I got the tank stand, glass canopies, and lights for just $600 and 32 cents. That's an awesome deal, uh, my friends. Now, the 120-gallon aquarium is a very wide tank. It's about uh, 48 inches wide, 24 inches tall, and 24 inches long. So that's 48 by 24 by 24, and it's a very beautiful tank. I love my 120-gallon aquarium. Now, if I were to get a 125-gallon aquarium with a tank stand, glass canopies, and lights, that would have cost me $800.95. So I saved about $200 just by going with the 120-gallon aquarium with the tank stand, hoods, and lights.
right, and I saved a lot of money by doing that. And I personally think my 120-gallon aquarium is big enough for all my fish. I mean, it's got my two Oscars in there, and they're, they love all the space they got. They're constantly swimming up and down. And the fish store owner, Dave from School Fish, said that the fish prefer width rather than length. And I think I agree with that now. I definitely agree with that point. But I actually do enjoy my 120-gallon aquarium. So what do you think of me finally getting a big tank, Jeff? I think it's awesome. I've never had a 120. I, I heard they're more, like, known in the saltwater side of the hobby, but... Yes, that's very true. The uh, 120-gallon aquariums are more popular for the saltwater side because they're tall enough to raise coral reefs and stuff in them. But I think it's kind of cool to have freshwater in them as well. Uh, I know that they're trying to sell that tank to a saltwater hobbyist, but, hey, when it, if a, a freshwater hobbyist offers you money, then they're going to take it. So I'm very happy to get the 120 and bring it to freshwater side of the hobby. Yeah, it's awesome. Your Oscars look happy. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And if you would love to see my 120-gallon aquarium, I have a video on YouTube of it, and you can subscribe to my YouTube channel called The Aquatic Wetline, and you can see all of my wonderful 120-gallon aquarium videos on YouTube. I have two videos of my 120-gallon aquarium up there right now, and I'll have some more videos for you this coming week. And tomorrow I'll be doing a live question and answer on my YouTube channel, and you'll see my 120-gallon aquarium in its entirety tomorrow at about 4 p.m. Eastern. I'll have that uh, live Q&A up and running for you guys. So uh, so the live Q&A tomorrow will be at 4 p.m. Eastern, and you'll be able to uh, watch that wonderful Q&A and see my 120-gallon aquarium. So I'll post the link to my YouTube channel in the show description today so you guys can check out my 120-gallon aquarium on YouTube. Now, I've got a live question on Twitter. What do I have in my 120-gallon aquarium? Okay, so I have two Tiger Oscars. I believe I have one male Tiger Oscar, and I believe I have one female Tiger Oscar. I believe the male Tiger Oscar, which is named Gizmo, is about five to five and a half inches. And I believe my newest Tiger Oscar, which I believe is the female, is about six inches. And I also have two Blue Phantom Plecos, L128s, and those are personally one of my personal favorite Plecos. One of them is my brother Jimmy's uh, Plecos. I also have one Common Pleco. I have three Wild Caught Peruvian Green Severums. They are very beautiful. They're about two to two and a half inches each. I have one Chocolate Cichlid in there. He's about two and a half inches, a very beautiful fish. I love the Chocolate Cichlid. And for all of those of you out there saying you cannot keep Chocolate Cichlid to Oscars, well, I'm proving you wrong right now. You can keep Chocolate Cichlids and Oscars together. I also have one Half Black Angelfish in there. And again, for those of you saying you can't have angelfish and Oscars together, you can because I'm doing it without any problems. And I also have, let's see in there, hmm, I also have, oh yeah, I also have a silver iguana in there. 
And before you jump all over me, it's not a permanent resident of the tank. It's going to be going to a 300-gallon display tank once it gets too big for the 120-gallon aquarium. And I have a female Jack Dempsey that I rescued from an African cichlid tank, and she was getting her ass whooped in that tank. And it's why I don't recommend keeping African cichlids with South or Central American cichlids, but she's making a full recovery, and she is looking awesome. All right. She is more than happy in my 120-gallon aquarium. First of all, she's out of that high pH, and she's in a pH that she would find in the wild, and she's loving life in the 120-gallon aquarium. She's looking beautiful. And I have a crayfish that I actually bought as a feeder for my Oscars, but it's actually too big to be eaten, so it looks like it's going to be a lifetime resident in the 120-gallon aquarium. This crayfish has found a home in a PVC pipe, and she eats uh, cucumbers and uh, zucchini, and it's a beautiful crayfish. I actually enjoy it. So I think once she starts eating more and more, she'll get some size on her, and uh, she will uh, live in the Oscar tank. And the fish store employee um, sexed it as a uh, female for me, so that's good to know. I got a lot of females in this tank, which is pretty awesome because I can't find females in real life, so I have to get females in my aquarium. Just kidding. Um, but I have that as well. So I think I think pretty much that's everything I have in my tank for, for now. And that pretty much is going to be the stock for my 120 because I can't add anything else. Now, I am looking for one catfish for my 120-gallon aquarium. And the catfish that I'm looking for is something that is pretty interesting. I actually want a Cynodontis eruptus, which is a uh, lace catfish. I love those things. They're a personal favorite catfish of mine. But if I can't get a Sedantis eruptus catfish, I want a four-line Pimadella catfish, which is a Pimadella blotchi. I love the four-line catfish, so I definitely will be having some uh, sort of a catfish in there. And I want some sort of a dither fish in there. I'm seeking a, a group of silver dollars, Mentinus argentis. I love silver dollars. They're an interesting fish of mine, and they're one of my personal favorite fish. So I think a nice silver dollar would look wonderful in there. A nice school silver dollars would look amazing in that aquarium. If I can't find silver dollars, then I know tinfoil bars will get big, but I'll do a small shoal of tinfoil barbs to try and uh, get the Oscars away from the crayfish so they can chase after that instead of uh, trying to chase the crayfish. But they've been leaving the crayfish alone for now, so that's good. I just want the crayfish to live a healthy life in there. Hopefully he will, so wish me luck for that. So that's my stock, what I'm going to have in the 120-gallon aquarium. And I finally, after so many years of having an aquarium, I finally have a light. So, yes, fans of the Aquatic Wet Line, I've been listening to you complain about me not having a light on my YouTube videos. Well, now I've got a light, and you're going to be able to see my fish on YouTube. So that's my stock for the 120-gallon aquarium. What do you think about that, Jeff? Great amount of fish. And you got all awesome fish. I see what you're trying to do. You're pretty much trying to go, like, mostly South and Central American with the... Yeah, that's, that's my goal. I'm trying to go uh, South, uh, South American and uh, Central American. I've got my favorite species from South America, and I, now I've got my favorite species from Central America as I got that Jack Dempsey in there. And I guess I'll be taking in a free uh, fire mouth for my best friend, uh, Mr. Ronald Buck, who's a longtime listener of the Aquatic Wet Line. He can't house his three-inch fire mouth anymore, so I'll, I'll probably take him in and put him in my 120. Fire mouths are awesome cichlids. How can you not house a three-inch cichlid? 
I think he I think it's too aggressive for his community aquarium, but I think the uh fire mouth will do fine in my tank. Yeah, that's where research comes in. Yeah, he's a nice he's a nice fish keeper though. Yeah. So uh, what are you keeping for fish right now, Jeff? Yeah, I'll just name the fish I have. I have uh Paracromus dovi. Today I got two pea puffers, like dwarf puffers. Those are probably my new favorite fish right now. I have three otters, two tigers, a red. I have a common pleco. I have a couple fire mouth. I have a clown knife. I have some angel fish. I have a biker. I got a couple, I got a breeding pair of pink convicts. And I got, I don't know what kind of pleco it is, a clown pleco. Um, what's I can't think of the name of that one. It's, it's Odo Sink Odo Sinkless, is that right? Yes, Odo Sinkless, one of my personal favorite small fish. If I ever have a small aquarium, I'm definitely gonna have some Odo Sinkless. Again, those are awesome small mini me algae eater. Yeah, I have Odo Sinkless, and I recently, just because you got me into them, and damn you for getting me into them, I bought a green Severin. Ah, nice. Severums are awesome. I love green Severums. Then I got a... I can't think of the name of this one either. A Threadfin Geophagus. Nice. Geos are awesome, too. And that's pretty much what I'm carrying right now. Awesome. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Now, the Paracromos dovis here are beautiful, beautiful uh, cichlid. They get pretty big, and they get some nice blue colors, and they actually get cichlid teeth in them. They have teeth that can kill, but dovis are a beautiful fish. My dad and my brother, Jimmy, love dovis. Yeah, they're awesome. I don't know if it can fully live in a 240 its whole life, but... I mean, uh, it probably could live in a 240-gallon for its whole life if it's, the, if it's the only fish in there because I know they get pretty big. They get at least three feet in length, but they're a beautiful cichlid. They're probably one of the largest cichlids in the world, uh, minus the emperor cichlid. Yeah, so, Alex, I have a question for you. What do you think of my getting into dwarf puffers? Well, I've never actually had the opportunity to keep dwarf puffers, but I must say that the uh, dwarf puffers are actually pretty cool. Dwarf puffers are awesome. I love all kinds of freshwater puffers, but I think the dwarf puffers are actually very cute looking, and they actually got a lot of good personality. So I think you made a correct choice by choosing dwarf puffers over any other smaller fish. They're pretty awesome. I like the dwarf puffers as well. And I'm also a big fan of the... Uh, f- uh, the MBU puffer as well. They're a nice puffer as well, and the Faka puffer is pretty cool as well. Well, the reason I went with the pea puffer, or the Indian dwarf puffers, because they're one of the only freshwater, or not one of the only, maybe the freshwater puffers that actually don't need salt. Yeah, that's probably that's probably true. Like I said, I've never actually ever studied or even kept a. Uh, the freshwater puffers, but I know you keep them, and another friend of mine loves uh, the green-spotted puffers, and he actually has a brackish water set up for them. But I think there are some uh, species of puffers out there that can uh, handle full fresh, like the MBU puffer and the Faka puffer. Yeah, and what I've noticed about these little guys, they're the size of a pea right now, but they're pretty aggressive. 
Yeah, puffers are kind of cool. They're aggressive, and they've uh, got a ton of personality. So if I ever have an, a small tank lying around and I have the room and I don't know what to stock with, I'm going to go uh, dwarf puffers, too. I think you convinced me to go dwarf puffers. <laughs> yeah, I had a beta, but a beta, but I decided to shun away from that. It's just kind of boring. Yeah, yeah, I don't like betas either, but we'll talk about that later on in the show. Now, there is actually a very cool-looking uh, saltwater puffer called the Dog Face Puffer that I saw at School of Fish Inc. the other day. Very cool-looking puffer. Have you ever seen one of those before? Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I, I love the Dog Face Puffer. They're uh, very, very cool. I think if I had enough room, I'd get, like, a Fajaka Puffer. Yeah, me too. I actually like the MBU puffer. I saw them once at uh, Fish Ranger Tropical Fish in uh, South Sadley, Massachusetts. He had a MBU puffer, and I was always, always in- interested in buying them, but I didn't have a tank big enough to raise an MBU puffer, and I figured that uh, my best bet was to just wait and do research, and maybe one day I can get an MBU puffer in the future. Yeah. Okay, so that was a, that was a wonderful uh, question, uh, Jeff, and a wonderful answer. Now, uh, I want to talk about equipment for my brand-new 120-gallon aquarium because I know someone is uh, wants me to answer that question. I saw that on Twitter. So for equipment for my 120-gallon aquarium, right now I have an Aquion hang-on-the-back filter. I actually enjoy the Aquion hang-on-the-back filters. They're actually a pretty cool uh, little filter. They have, they're very quiet. They have a good uh, filtration system in them, and they actually do have a quiet flow despite their name. I actually like the Aquion filter. And then I have a uh, Marineland uh, Emperor filter with the bio wheels. That filter was running on my 55-gallon aquarium, so it's got a little bit of ba- beneficial bacteria in it that I use the same day I put water in and put my fish in. So I've got those two for filters, yeah, I like- and I've got a... Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, I like the bio wheel, but they're kind of loud for me. Yeah, they're very loud, but they're actually very efficient in uh, uh, filtering the the aquarium. I actually like the uh, bio wheel filter as well. And then I've got just some ordinary uh, heater. I don't remember the brand name of this heater, but it's enough to keep the water warm. And you don't really need your tank too warm during the springtime because the weather is getting nice out. And uh, it'll be it'll be in the 70s once again sometime soon. But in the winter time, I like to I like to overheat my aquarium during the winter time. But now it's the springtime, so I just have an ordinary heater. And like I said, I've got that light. I don't remember what brand of light it was, but it was the cheapest one they had in stock because all, I'm having, all I got is a freshwater aquarium, so I don't need like a like a deep blue light or I don't need some kind of expensive LED on uh, my aquarium. It's nice, but it's not really necessary in. Uh, in my opinion, for a freshwater aquarium. And I actually will be getting a ST International canister filter um, coming up in a couple of days. I'm just winning on uh, finalizing the deal and finalizing the sponsorship for the Aquatic Wetline. As I mentioned earlier in the show, ST International is now a new sponsor for the Aquatic Wetline. And part of the sponsorship is me getting an ST International canister filter, and I'll be reviewing that next Sunday here on the Aquatic Wetline and Aquarium Central. If I get the uh, cancer filter this week, I will have that review for you guys. And I know you actually got a cancer filter, Jeff. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's a great product. 
I really like him. I, I run Hang on the Back as well. But yeah, want, I never had a to, cancer shelter before. Did you want me to explain what I'm running on my tanks? Or? Sure, go ahead, sir. Yeah, on one on my 175, I'm running uh, SD International 125 gallon canister filter with two 75 gallon Aquaclear filters, and then on my 25 gallon quarantine tank, I'm running. I think it's a Fluval 406. Yeah, Fluval 406 canister filter, and then an Aquion 40 gallon hang on the back. Now on my other 75, I'm running a Fluval. Oh, let me hold on, I'm looking at it right now. A Fluval G3 on there, and that I really like that filter. And then what I'm planning on doing now is I want to run on my 125. I know this sounds stupid, but I want to run two aqua or you know two fluval 110 aqua clear 110 hang on the backs and two 125 gallon canister filters nice it sounds pretty good so what is your favorite filter that you have probably well the st international is probably right up there with it but the fluval g3 advanced filtration system that's probably my favorite Nice. So one of our live listeners from the chat room by the name of uh, Eric Wigel says, I love canister filters for fresh water. They require frequent cleaning. I ran a uh, Fluval 404 for years for salt water. They're uh, detritus traps. So that's awesome. That's good to hear. So hopefully I'll, I'll like having a canister filter. I decided to get a canister filter because after all these years of considering one, I said, why not just try one out because you never know unless you try one, right? So I figured I'll try an ST International canister filter since they're sponsoring me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty good. So hopefully I'll enjoy cancer filters. And I've actually been thinking about getting a Fluval cancer filter, so maybe I'll get one of them as well. I think it was a Fluval FX5 that I saw. At the if you do get it. Go ahead. You should look, if you get a Fluval too with your SD International, you should look into like the Fluval G3. Yeah, it's a good one. I heard I heard a lot of good reviews about that at the fish store, and uh, they're actually ordering some of those for another customer. So if they get an extra one, I might be able to get one. Yeah, it's got like a little like a little screen on it and everything that lets you know what's going on and all that kind of stuff. That's the brand new one, right? Yeah, it's shaped like a box. Oh, cool! Awesome. So yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to consider getting that. All right, so this is an awesome start to this uh, phenomenal show. Yeah, let you, let you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, like it has a screen on it that lets you view view your water temperature. It tells you your temperature on the filter, your flow rate, and conductivity and stuff. Awesome, that sounds uh, wonderful. Yeah, All right, so this has been a phenomenal. Oh, sorry for interrupting you again. <laughs> oh, so oh, they're kind of spinny. They're like for the forty to eighty, it's like two fifty, and then I think it's over three hundred for the bigger one. Yeah, that's not too bad though. As long as if it's expensive, it means it works great. 
yeah, I agree with you there. You pay for what, or, yeah, you get what you pay for. Yes, that's very but, true. So, uh, I was going to say, but for the, uh, I'm going to say something. The SD International filter is amazing. I could not believe the, how much it, I mean, it, my tank was all cloudy and I put it on there. Next morning I woke up, I had crystal clear water. Awesome. I look forward to it. I'm sure my water is going to be really clear when I add uh, the SD International filter plus another cancer filter. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. All right, so what an awesome start to today's uh, series debut and today's show. So uh, we've been talking about my brand-new 120-gallon aquarium, plus the fish that Jess and I keep, and we were talking about filters and the equipment that I am currently using for uh, my brand-new tank, and I made a major announcement to start the show. So I think it's time for our very first commercial break, and this commercial break is being sponsored by our fish-keeping friends, Akari Seals USA, who wants to remind all of our listeners, whether you're a freshwater fish keeper or a saltwater fish keeper, they've got the food for you. Whether it's Oscars or monster fish or plecos or the community fish like tetras and angelfish, they've got the food for you. And for saltwater heads, they've got food for your saltwater fish and even your saltwater corals. For all my people living in Western Mass, we've got School of Fish, Inc. that stocks fine aquarium equipment and some live tropical fish and live saltwater fish, saltwater invertebrates, and saltwater corals and live rock. And we've got Ichiban Tropical Fish, the wonderful Facebook fish group called Freshwater Fish Freaks, and North Texas Holy Rock is sponsoring today's show. And during this commercial break, we're going to hear the fine song called We Will Rock You. And when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on tropical fish. What topics are going to come up next? Well, stay tuned and find out. Don't forget you can call in live at 1347-989-8142 with any tropical fish questions or tell us what kind of fish you're keeping. We'll be back with more of Aquarium Central live on Aquatic Wetline on the East Network right after this, friends. Stay tuned. Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy, and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, the world's first diet specifically formulated for Picosinus, micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish, Saki Akari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles. And BioPure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Hikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. 
School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today, School of Fish, Inc., located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts, and we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc., that's School of Fish, I-N-C, on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. Tropical Fish brings to you exotic and rare tropical fish shipped straight to your door. Stingrays, bat noise, peacock bass, arowanas, and much more. If you are into rare and exotic fish, we have the fish just for you. For more information, check out our website, itchabandtropical.com, and also check us out on Monster Fish Keepers, Itchabond Tropical Fish. Freshwater fish lovers. Are you on Facebook right now? I bet you are. Come check out the wonderful group called Freshwater Fish which has over 2,000 freshwater fish breeds. Whatever you see, community fish, monster fish, oddball fish, or even goldfish, all freshwater fish keepers are welcome. Open arms. You will not find another group with such wonderful freshwater bodies who share their love of the hunt. So type in that search bar on Facebook, Freshwater Fish Week, and click join to be part of this awesome Freshwater Fish Week on Facebook. So, Freshwater Fish Week, are you waiting for it? Come check us out. North Texas Holy Rock, providing the world the finest Holy Rock, one rock at a time. Satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're looking for a small single piece or 200 pounds to set up your first MB Una tank, North Texas Holy Rock can provide you what you need. You will not find a company that offers the same level of customer service or an owner who truly enjoys setting up your tank as if it were his own. North Texas Holy Rock also offers all related aquarium supplies and accessories. Find us on the web at ntholyrock.com. That's N-T-H-O-L-E-Y-R-O-C-K.com. North Texas Holy Rock.
you are listening live to the Aquatic Wetline Radio Show, hosted by a fish keeper for fish keepers. What's swimming in the tank today? What tropical fish are we talking about today? Let's dive into the fish tank and find out. Feel free to call in at 347-989-8142 with any questions or comments about tropical fish or the topic for today. We'll see you right now here on the Aquatic Wetline. Enjoy the show. Tuned in live to the Aquatic Wetline. Don't be a scared little guppy and call in at 1-347-989-8142 for all your fish keeping needs. Okay, we're back here live on Aquarium Central here on the Aquatic Wetline exclusively on East Network. Your one stop for anything and everything freshwater. Your original freshwater fish keeping podcast here on Blog Talk Radio, and today we're debuting a brand new series called Aquarium Central, where Oscar, Alex, and my wonderful co-host, Fishkeeper Jeff, are going to be doing an unscripted, uncensored fishkeeping talk show every Sunday. We are the only fishkeeping podcast to have an unscripted and uncensored talk show that dedicates to the aquarium hobby ever here on uh, Blog Talk Radio, and we're very honored about that. So today we were talking about uh, my brand new 120-gallon aquarium, and I was telling you guys about the fish that I keep and the equipment that I have. And I also announced earlier in the show that the Aquatic Wetline is now sponsored by ST International, and that is very, very cool. So now we're going to have some more interesting topics. Now, anyone listening live can go ahead and call in at one three four seven. 989-8142. That again is 1347-989-8142. We'd like to answer your questions, so go ahead and call in. All right? Tell us what kind of fish you're keeping, how long you've been in the hobby, and what is your favorite fish? Go ahead and call in. 1347-989-8142. So let's dive back into our fun show tonight. Uh, and Jeff, uh, what do you like about buying new fish, Jeff? I just like the excitement of getting to watch them and learn how they act and their what they do and stuff like that. I just get a kick out of studying the fish just to see their personalities and see what style of stuff they do. And I'm just a weird person like that. I just like to sit there and watch them for hours. Yeah, that's me too. I like buying new fish as well because I think it's a pretty cool part of the hobby. I like uh, seeing fish acclimating into an aquarium and uh, things like that. I, I, I love buying new fish. It's a hobby of mine. I'm addicted to buying new fish all the time, as you can tell. Yeah. So what is your personal favorite fish store, in your opinion? Probably the wet spot in Portland. And then, um, you know, this sounds funny, but they do they do male fish. But I'm going to have to say school of fish. Awesome. That's my personal favorite fish store. Uh, my personal favorite is School of Fish, Inc., right here in New York, Mass, a.k.a. Springfield, Mass. And uh, I've known the owners of School of Fish for a while, and I was actually born with them because my dad didn't go in there before I was born. So School of Fish, Inc. has a wonderful fish room, and they've got everything freshwater, saltwater, and uh, livestock 
uh, even live rock and stuff. So I'm very honored to have them as a sponsor here on the Aquatic Wetline. I love school fishing, and that's where I actually bought my uh, 120-gallon aquarium. And I decided with a big tank, I'm going to go brand new because, as you guys know, I've had bad luck buying new tanks or, excuse me, buying big tanks off of Craigslist because I, had a, I bought a shitty tank from a shitty guy on Craigslist that leaked everywhere and it cracked. So I figured if I'm going to buy a new 120 or 125, I'd support a local business and go to the uh, School of Fish, Inc. And I recommend all my listeners out there, if you have a fish store in your area, make sure you support it because we definitely want to support all the local we own with mom and pop stores out there. Definitely don't be buying live fish from Petco and PetSmart if you can help it because some of their fish aren't always healthy and uh, you're going to introduce a lot of parasites into your aquarium if you buy from PetSmart and Petco. But if PetSmart and Petco is your only option for fish, let's say you live in a small hick town, and make sure you quarantine your fish. Now, I'm not saying if you buy fish from your mom and pop store to quarantine them, but they're, they're uh, likely to be more healthier than you would find at a PetSmart and a Petco. So what do you think about that, uh, Jeff? I agree with you 100%, but, like, I have bought some fish from my Petco and PetSmart, but we have a really great fish guy at both of them, so... Yeah, it just really depends on the individual pet smart and petcos. I mean, uh, my petco goes through managers like I go through uh, filters. They have a new manager every day at petco almost. I'm just kidding, but they always have a new manager. But uh, there is a rumor going around that they are going to be spending a lot of money upgrading their fish departments now that they purchased Dr. Foster's and Smith's. So that's pretty cool. Maybe Petco will be uh, good in the fish hobby again. Who knows? But uh, Petco is pretty good for their dollar per gallon sale, which is pretty good. Now, my Walmart doesn't even carry fish anymore. They did, but one day it just up and disappeared. Yeah, Walmart's a bad place to buy fish. They take they don't even take care of their fish at uh, Walmart. I'd, I'd rather buy fish from a Petco or a PetSmart before I went into to Walmart. Yeah, but like you said, if you if fish at Walmart, could, if you see one you like, just make sure to quarantine it. Yeah, it's very important to uh, quarantine a fish, and you don't need that big of a tank to quarantine fish. All you really need is a uh, 10 or 20-gallon aquarium to quarantine a fish, but obviously if you have a foot-long or bigger fish, you probably would be better off using a 55-gallon aquarium or bigger. Yeah, I agree with you there. So do you have any, more, do you have any questions you'd like to ask me? Yeah, so... How are your fish, your Oscars, getting along in the tank? So far, so good. I've actually been pretty lucky. I've never had my two Oscars fight before. I know some people have mixed uh, mixed uh, uh, reactions with it. I know some people who have uh, two Oscars together, they have one that constantly fights the other one. But like me, for example, my two Oscars have been getting along just fine. I think uh, my two Oscars are going to live together for a while, and hopefully I can keep them together for life. They're actually very nice Oscars. I love a fully grown tiger Oscar, and having two of them in the tank is an absolutely honor and treat for me. Yeah, that's great, and they don't mess with your Arowana or your Plecos or your Severums or any of those guys? 
Nope, they're so peaceful right now. That's because they're probably smaller. But uh, I am expecting a little bit more aggression as they grow. But uh, I find that with Oscars, they seem, they tend to die down their aggressive aggressive nature as they mature. Oscars are a pretty cool fish, in my opinion. They don't get as aggressive as most people make them out to be. Now for the big question: How long do you think the angelfish is going to last? I don't know. I personally think you could keep angels and Oscars together. Uh, I have my angelfish with my Oscar, and they're not even bothering him. Angelfish get pretty big. They get pretty thick as well. Um, I know they can get anywhere from six to eight inches round, and I don't see that fitting in any size Oscar. But obviously you don't want to put in a two-inch angelfish with an Oscar because then they'll be able to eat that. But if you were going to keep an angelfish with an Oscar, I recommend going with your bigger adult-sized angelfish. Even for a juvenile no. Oscar, I would see that. I'll tell you right now, if I put an angelfish in with my Oscars, there wouldn't be an angelfish. Yeah. Yeah, some Oscars are different. Some are very aggressive, but like mine, are they're very peaceful. So I, it, just, it just depends on the individual Oscar, I think. You know, something weird with me is I my light burnout, and all I had was a 48-inch Coral Life T8 purple bowl. So I put it on there, and my Oscars were fighting like cats and dogs with it on. And then when I took it off, they quit fighting. So I don't know if the light had something yeah. to do with it or what. Yeah, I remember tell, I remember you telling me that. I'm not sure about that. I suppose it probably could make them more aggressive, but I don't know. That's, that's definitely strange, in my opinion. Yeah. So what do you feed your air one? Well, right now he's uh, being kind of picky. I had him on a blood worm, so now I'm trying to switch him over to uh, one of our sponsored food, Hakari Krill. But he don't like Hakari Krill for some reason. My uh, Tiger Oscar is a Jack Dempsey, and the third one's love Hakari Krill. So I'm going to try feeding some uh, market shrimp, and market shrimp is an excellent food for any kind of fish, and I'm pretty sure he'll eat uh, market shrimp. Market shrimp is great for all kinds of fish because it really brings out that deep orange coloration. And I'm going to feed my uh, arowana and my uh, tiger oscars market shrimp so that they can get that beautiful orange coloration that I'm after. So has your arowana tried to take the leap of faith yet? No, actually actually not. I haven't had an arowana jump in a while, and I don't think this one's going to jump because he is in a tank that is very, very wide, so he has to jump a lot. Very, He has to jump very high, but they do jump high. So don't get me wrong there, but I've got every base covered. There's no way you can jump out. I've got every little inch covered, including the fil- where the filters are. My lids are very, very big. They actually cover almost the whole entire tank. It, li- it only left about a half of an inch of space, which I put a piece of uh, I put I put a piece of uh, metal there that came in the um, lid box. So I don't think there's any way you can jump out. Yeah. But I'm gonna put some uh, bricks on top of the lids, and I'll put some. Uh, um, heavy stuff on top of the lid so he can't get out. That's awesome. Okay, so uh, that's that's very uh, that's very cool. Arowanas are uh, an awesome fish. I really do like an arowana. So my my next question for you, because it's something we're going to talk about for the next few minutes here on Aquarium Central on the Aquatic Wet Line. What fish do you feel is overrated in the aquarium hobby? Um, well, I own some, but convicts, African cichlids, and a lot of the hybrids like the flower horns and the carrot cichlids. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with I definitely agree with you on that. Now, one fish I personally think is uh, overrated would be the African cichlid. I think the African cichlids are very overrated in the hobby. I, d- I actually don't like the African cichlids. The only African cichlid that I do like is the uh, Frontosia cichlid. Those are the only African cichlids that I would consider keeping. But all the other African cichlids I don't like, and I'll tell you why I don't like African cichlids and why I think African cichlids are overrated. First of all, you need to have at least uh, 20 or 50 of them in an aquarium. They're very, very aggressive, and if you have any less than that, they're just simply going to kill each other. And I think that they're a waste of money because of the aggressive nature they bring. You're going to stress out all the time having an African cichlid aquarium. How do you think it's going to live without fighting all the time? And a lot of people like them for the aggressive nature, but me, I'm more of a semi-aggressive person. I like aggressive fish, but not that aggressive. I also think that African cichlids are highly, highly, highly overrated due to their colors, but um, they're not that colorful as you might think, in my personal opinion. Um, I think African cichlids get way too hyped up in the aquarium hobby. They don't get that colorful until they get to their adult stages. They're actually very dull-looking as juveniles. So aren't many other fish, but uh, African cichlids are very dull-looking as juveniles. And the last and final reason I'll share with you why I think African cichlids are very overrated is that 95% of them in the aquarium hobby today are actually hybrids. Yes, that's right. I said it. A lot of the African cichlids in the aquarium hobby today are hybrids. You'll have your Mbunas mixing with your peacocks and things of that nature. So that's why I don't like African cichlids in the hobby. We just I agree with you. And then Eric Weagle said that glowfish, yuck. And I agree with him on that one 100%. Yeah, glowfish are awful. I don't support them in the hobby as well. Now, um, one other fish I think is overrated in the aquarium hobby is the betta. The betta is actually overrated in the aquarium hobby, in my opinion. What do you think about that? I think they have their own spot in the hobby. I don't know if they're overrated, but I guess for beginners and people with not a lot of room, they'd be good. But yeah, I just think they're overrated. I see people uh, ranking them as one of the best fish in the tropical fish keeping hobby, and I certainly don't agree to that extent. So sure, they are colorful, they are nice, and they can live with they can live in almost anything. But are they really one of the best fish in the aquarium hobby? I don't think so. They're too small yeah. for me, in my opinion. Yeah, but like me, keeping Oscars and other types of South American cichlids and stuff like that, they're just not, to me, it's not entertaining to watch. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with you on that. Now, I might get a lot of heat for this. I might get a lot of controversial comments for this, but, hey, I'm Mr. Controversy anyways. But I actually think uh, discus are very uh, overrated in the hobby. I mean, they're so sensitive, the wrong move can kill them. And they're so very expensive, the wrong move could kill them and cost you lots and lots of money. And discus, you have to be careful what you keep them with because the wrong take mate, you know, discus are dead. So for those reasons alone, I think discus are very overrated in this hobby. I think uh, angelfish are better than discus. Heck, I think oscars are better than discus. And as I said before, here on the aquatic wetline, oscars are the true kings of uh, freshwater aquariums. What are your thoughts on that, Jeff? Um, I don't know. I agree with you that they're better than discus, but I'm going to have to say the king of fresh water is going to have to be the Paracromus dovine. 
Good point. I, I'd accept that as a king. Uh, that's a very beautiful, uh, beautiful I mean, fish. Oh, I've got another I, question for you. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I was oh, going to say, say, I know I answered this. I, if I was, I'll just stick with Severum instead of Discus. Yeah, I agree with you. But I, I will Severum is a poor man. when Andy breathes his. Yeah, that's awesome. Once Andy yeah, so, from Dakota Discus, check him out on YouTube. Breathes his, I'm probably going to get a couple. Awesome. So if any of our listeners is interested in buying Discus, my good friend Dakota Discus, uh, Andrew Senskai, breathes Discus, so definitely check him out. Now, I definitely agree with you before when you said that the Severums are uh, the king of poor man discus. I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, sev- there are a lot of varieties of Severums out there that have plenty of coloration, including the red Severum, which is a gold Severum with plenty of red spots. I had one of those. It was a beautiful fish. Uh, Rock heel Severum and things of that nature are pretty much uh, the king of poor man's discus, so I agree with you on that. You might think this sounds funny, but I'm going to have to say the green Severum, to me, when it's fully grown, has some of the most amazing colors and patterns on it I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree with you on that 100%. I definitely think it is uh, pretty cool. The green Severum does look awesome when it gets mature, so I definitely agree 100% with you. And you, I thought you said you had a question? Yes, I do. I've, I've asked this question myself many times on the show, and, and I answered it many times on the show, so now I'm going to ask you, as an Oscar cichlid lover, what are your thoughts on uh, feeding feeder fish like tetras and little fish to monsters? Um, I used to do it, but I don't do it anymore. And I know you had a monster fish versus feeder fish show, and we all know who won that, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we all know in nature uh, the big fish eats the little fish, so uh, we'll leave it at that. But I actually don't uh, feed uh, that much live fish to uh, my Oscars anymore because, as we know, too much live fish is not a good thing. It could lead to things like hole in the head and parasites to your Oscars. So I only do it as a treat. Maybe like once a month I, uh, I'll do it that way. But I actually do not recommend doing feeder fish all the time because it could lead to hole in the head in your Oscars. So a good point there, Jeff. Awesome. Nice. So let's see, what else can we talk about here? Oh, I'll talk about some uh, YouTube channels that I love on YouTube since I talked about YouTube a little bit earlier. Now, there are many wonderful fish-keeping YouTube channels out there on uh, YouTube that I really recommend to all of my uh, listeners go and check out. The first one is, of course, my best friend who is on the show today, Slashmaster1989. He's got a wonderful uh, YouTube channel. And today he's going to be doing a nice shout-out Sunday video that he'll be uploading pretty soon. I can't wait to hear that one. And then That's we've what... got a wonderful good friend of mine, Mr. Andrew Senskai from Dakota Discus, who breeds discus, and he loves his discus, so he's going to have some wonderful discus videos for you. So check out Dakota Discus on YouTube. Next we've got... DWS Darius, a monster fish lover himself. I love monster fish, so I always, always, always check out his videos. DWS Darius is the man for monster fish, so check him out on YouTube. Next, we've got 
Psychedelic Babe, all the way from the United Kingdom. She's got a phenomenal channel, and I also recommend you guys go and check out her channel on YouTube, Psychedelic Babe, a wonderful YouTube channel. And then for all you Frontosia lovers out there, we've got Rick, Ricky Kennerly, who breeds and uh, raises some beautiful Frontosia. And the last channel that I'm going to mention tonight is one that I've just recently subscribed to and is one that I actually uh, enjoy very much. This is a young uh, kid in the hobby. He's up and coming in the hobby. He loves his cichlids, and that is Cichlid Connection on YouTube. Definitely, definitely go and show your support to Cichlid Connection. And for all my saltwater lovers out there, I've got a, a man up here from western Massachusetts who is uh, recently getting interested in the saltwater hobby. He's got a beautiful 125-gallon saltwater aquarium. And I think that's Jawbreaker1222 on YouTube. Go and check out that wonderful YouTube channel as well. So those are all the YouTube channels that I'm recommending to all of our listeners to uh, go and check out. How about you, Jeff? What do you think our listeners should check out on YouTube? First, check out the Aquatic Wetline. A lot of great informational videos, and his 120 looks great. So be sure to check him out. We all know who that guy is. And then... I'm going to say Mass Aquarium's got an awesome planted tank with great information, and he just recently got into saltwater. He had an amazing tank set up. The angry fucking fish man, you got to check him out. He does some great videos. He's probably one of my favorites. Psychedelic Babe, Six Feet Underwater with Batman, Ricky Kennerly Cichlids, Dustin's Fish Tanks, AquaZone 410, Oscars of the world. And let's see, last but not least, I'm going to have to go with Dakota Discus. Awesome. So that's uh, that's great. I love all those YouTube channels. So I uh, hope you guys will check out those wonderful YouTube channels. And don't forget, if you have any questions, go ahead and call in one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and tell us your favorite fish or tell us how long you have been in the aquarium hobby. Don't forget we're also being sponsored by Akari Sales USA, School of Fish Inc., It's Japan Tropical Fish, Freshwater Fish Freaks, North Texas Holy Rock, and now we're being sponsored by S T International. So uh do you have any more questions for me, Jeff? Yeah, what's your plans on your next tank? Tough question. My next tank, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll probably have to go with a small tank, and maybe I'll get a crayfish that can live in it, or maybe I'll get uh, some uh, dwarf puffers, or maybe I'll get a 55-gallon aquarium and uh, go saltwater, or, or do a nice discus, discus tank. I'm not sure yet. I'll take it one day at a time. I'm, I'm just really right now enjoying my 120-gallon aquarium. Awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's very interesting. Now, have you ever have you ever ordered fish online before? Yeah, actually, I ordered from I've ordered from Live Aquaria, I've ordered from Pet Solutions, Aquabid, and I'm going to be ordering from Jeff Rats. Yeah, awesome. I've ordered fish a couple times before. I've ordered from Aquascape Online, who has piranhas and 
stingrays and South American and Central American cichlids and catfish and oddballs, and they're pretty good. And I've also ordered from TangledUpInCichlids.com, Jeff Raft, and Jeff Raft specializes in uh, wild-caught South and Central American cichlids as well as oddballs and fancy pacostomuses and things of that nature. So I like ordering fish online when I have the opportunity, but the thing about ordering online is the high shipping cost. It's actually very, very high. But with places that charge high shipping, you actually have a better chance of getting the fish alive, and it's actually quite worth paying the shipping price. If you're ordering online and the store is only charging you $12 for shipping, chances are the shipping is low priority and your fish is going to arrive dead. So I'd rather pay the $50 for shipping and be on the safe side and get my fish the next day. I've noticed with the $12 shipping, I've noticed that um, you only get you get your fish like two or three days later, and you don't know what condition you're fishing. But by paying $50 or $60, you know you're going to get your fish the same, the same day or the next day that is shipped, and the chances of it living are very, very successful. So what's your thoughts on that, Jeff? I agree with you 100%, but uh, I'm not trying to down on any of the online stores, but if you can find it at your local fish store so you can see what you're buying first and don't have to pay shipping, I would recommend that. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with you. It saves you a lot of money on shipping, and that way you can buy more fish. But You can pick out fish your you fish, want, too. Not... Yeah, good point. You can pick out your fish, too, and see how, it's, how, see how it looks, see what it eats, and things of that nature. And uh, it's actually a good way to save money by buying in store. But if your fish store don't have the fish you want and it's online, then buy from someone that has a good reputation. I agree with you, hundred percent. Yes, that's very, very uh, important. All right, let's see. Do you have any more questions for me? Um, yeah, um, let's see. Are you excited about being sponsored by SJ International and getting a filter? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely excited about it. I know some people are probably going to be pissed off that the uh, Aquatic Wet Line is going to be sponsored, but, hey, we're one of the best podcasts out here for a reason, right? And uh, I guess if I'm getting this... I guess, I guess if I'm getting all these sponsors, it must be pretty good, right? Um, so, yes, I'm very excited about having Guest International as a sponsor, and uh, I'm actually very excited about getting a cancer filter. This is my first time having a cancer filter, and I'm definitely, definitely, definitely looking forward to it. So it's going to be an exciting time for me, and I can't wait to finally, finally have a ST International product. I know ST International is very popular. They've got videos on YouTube. They've got a thousand people doing video reviews about their products on uh, YouTube, and they've got a lot of people using their products. But I feel I can bring that young man's point of view on the review because no one else can bring the Alice Cardinelli point of view on the ST International products. No one else can bring my energy, my drive, or my passion about the aquarium hobby like I do. So I think it's the right choice by having me do a review because I'm going to put my heart into review and I'm going to make sure it's perfect for me because if it's not perfect for me, 
It's not going to be perfect for us international because you guys know I am a alcoholic or I'm a holic to that kind of stuff. I like to make sure everything is perfect. If it's not perfect, I don't put it out. That's for example. If I uh, do a radio show, I don't feel it's perfect. I delete it and I redo it. So that's how I'm going to do it. My reviews. I don't like them, and I'm not going to post them. So they have to be best. They have to be the best video I can ever do. And I'm really honored that SK International chose me to do some reviews and uh, um, have them sponsored here on the Aquatic Land. I'm very honored about that. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's, it's a very good uh, privilege of mine. It's a privilege. It's not an opportunity. It's a privilege. I look at it as. I agree with you there. Yeah, so I'm I'm very excited about that. And I know some people are probably going to be angry at that, but it's life. You can always get what you want. Yeah, I agree with you on that 100%. Yeah, and if they're just angry, then they're just jealous. That's how I look at it. Yeah, some people out there just can't be happy unless they're miserable. Yeah, they get they want to see everyone else fail, but when the person they want to see fail is feeding it eats them up. Yeah. So I'm over here laughing at the uh, laughing at the people that are angry. <laughs> so I probably I probably already know this question, but what is your favorite fish besides an Oscar? Um, I'm gonna have to say uh, the dwarf puffer probably. Yeah, those are those are pretty cool. I'm glad you got into the puffers because I think they're an, they're an awesome fish. I love them as well, even though I never kept them. What about you? What it's not? What's your favorite fish, but not an Oscar? I'd have to say my L128 blue phantom pleco. It's a pretty fish. Uh, I've actually got my blue phantom pleco eating frozen bloodworms, krill, cucumber, zucchini, pretty much all the pellets that I throw in there. He, he attacks, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. I thought you were going to say Jack Dempsey. Well, yeah, Jack Dempsey's are another favorite of mine. Favorite of mine, somewhere in silver dollars, and uh, my Elias Shumbaki wide bar, black bar, silver dollars, and clown loaches. So I love all kinds of fish. So I know you used to have a series called Reefs and Rivers, and you some I don't something happened with that show. So you started the Amazon show. So when can we expect the next Life in the Amazon? Uh, rather soon, actually. I, I'm thinking about doing that series once a month here on uh, East Network, and I think the first the first episode for May is going to be like either the first or second uh, week of May, and it's going to be on the oddballs of the Amazon. It's going to be on um, some cool fish like arowanas, the knife fish that live in the Amazon, and all of the exotic oddballs that live in the Amazon. And like yeah, the archer fish is a perfect example of a oddball fish. I love the archer fish. Yeah, you're quite the radio show host. I know you've created a lot of shows that you gave to other people and stuff. That you don't do anything. Oh yeah, well 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 I guess uh all most of the stuff that I've done has been stolen by uh fellow competitors here. So uh hopefully this series won't be stolen and hopefully uh none of my guests won't be stolen. But yeah, I guess I'm very successful on the podcast where other people want to steal some of my stuff. What were your feelings during your first live podcast? Oh, I don't know. I, I For sure, I was uh, definitely very nervous. But on the other hand, 
I was very excited to be able to share my voice on the fish keeping hobby. Even though I'm not an expert, I don't know close to anything like, like say, like a Sam Garcia would know. Um, but uh, I was very excited to share my passion for the aquarium hobby, and look where it transformed to today. As, uh, 164 episodes later, we've got this fantastic talk show on the aquarium hobby, and I've got you as a wonderful co-host, and I've got a lot of wonderful listeners, and hey, I've got a lot of wonderful haters. They say to be successful in life, you're going to have a lot of haters, so that means they must be successful, right? <laughs> yeah, agree with you there. Yeah. <laughs> now, I think you're actually one of my best co-hosts I ever had, because you you work nicely with me, and we get along just fine. Yeah, I really enjoy doing it. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of our best series here on the Aquatic Pet Line. I'm actually really enjoying it. This is a awesome debut tonight. Yeah, that's great. It was awesome. This show's good. It's all ad-lib, no script, nothing. We can just say what we want. I know it's unscripted, uncensored, so we can even swear if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Try to keep no right. though, to respect your sponsors. Yeah, I know that. I wouldn't do that, of course. So, uh, again, any of our listeners who are listening live, feel free to call in at 1-347-989-8142. So, uh, tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific, I'm going to be doing a live stream, Fish Keepers Question and Answer, on my YouTube channel. And I would like all my radio show listeners to uh, come and check me out. So if you're free tomorrow, come and check us out on uh, my Aquatic Wetline YouTube channel. So, Jeff, would you be interested in being a part of that uh, wonderful uh, Q&A video live stream? Yeah, I definitely will. Are you free tomorrow at 1 p.m. your time? Yep. Don't you have tomorrow at 2 my time you have a cooking show, don't you? Yeah, so it'll be like a it'll be like a half hour to 45 minute uh, live stream. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to doing it. I'll show everyone my uh, an update on my 120. I'll answer any questions that we get. Well, awesome. Can't wait. Awesome. And my uh, my last and final question for you before we go to our final commercial break is, what do you think of my YouTube channel? Do you like it? Yeah, I think it's great. As I mentioned earlier, I think it's a wonderful YouTube channel with a lot of great information. Awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate your kind words. So, uh, listeners, go ahead and check out my channel on YouTube called The Aquatic Wetline. And I definitely feel the same way about your YouTube channel, uh, Jeff. I think it's got some lot of great content. You've got a beautiful camera. It takes wonderful videos, and you put a lot of passion into your videos and a lot of dedication, and it definitely shows. I actually really, really enjoy all of your videos. So, please, all of my uh, listeners, go and check out Slash. Master 1989 on YouTube. And I know you've been getting a lot of trolls lately, Jeff, but they're just jealous of your success on YouTube. You've got a lot of subscribers, so don't let any of the trolls get to you, Jeff. Oh, I don't know. I, don't, I just laugh at them. Yeah, they are kind of funny. They're kind of stupid. They take they, time out of the day. To... They, they think they're clever, but we know who they are. Yeah, yeah, it didn't surprise us. Uh, it's, it's it's actually quite quite a shame that they're doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, we're going to go ahead and take our final commercial break, which is being sponsored by our non-fishkeeping friends, Cheesecakes by Design, which has some creamy, moist, and delicious cheesecakes shipped straight to your door, Jambox, and then all of our wonderful other sponsors, including the Siteman Cantor Center. And during this commercial break, we're going to hear one more song, which is one of my personal favorite songs, called Welcome to the Jungle. When we come back, we're going to wrap up this great show and get you ready for next Sunday's Aquarium Central episode, where we're going to have fishkeeper James Cardinelli as our very first guest of this series. Stick around, folks. Are you looking for something creamy, moist, and decadent in your life? Do you have a sweet tooth? Well, cheesecakes are the answer for you. Cheesecake by Design offers you a wide variety of cheesecakes and some wonderful flavors. At Cheesecake by Design, you will find a flavor just for you, whatever it be. A red velvet cheesecake, a strawberry cheesecake, or a cookies and cream cheesecake. We have tons of flavors to fit your needs. We ship fresh cheesecakes all over the United States straight to your door. So next time you're hosting a party, a family get-together, or a cookout, and you need dessert, order a delicious, moist, creamy cheesecake from Cheesecake by Design. Our cheesecakes are always homemade and made with the freshest possible ingredients. Check out our website and call 336-525-5120 with any questions or to place an order. can be expensive and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. Here at Kimsell Federal Credit Union, we offer a free mobile banking app, no ATM fees, free online banking, and free bill pay, all for your convenience. Visit us online at www.kimsell.org. That's www.chemcel.org. Visit our local branch at 1901 South Highway 77 in Kingsville, Texas, or call us at 361-592-7767. Kimsell Federal Credit Union, we're here for you. Member NCUA. The Seidman Cancer Center is committed to improving the health of our community and has developed a program called Eight Ways to Prevent Cancer. By making these eight simple lifestyle changes, you can help reduce your risk of getting cancer, maintain a healthy weight, exercise regularly, eat a healthy diet, don't smoke, drink alcohol in moderation, protect yourself from the sun and STDs, and get regular screening tests. Take control of your health. Visit the Seidman Cancer Center exhibit for more information. Seidman Cancer Center, national leaders in cancer. Discover Romanian business opportunities. Our TV show offers free information about domestic entrepreneurial environment, interviews, and more. Don't miss it. Do you enjoy listening to Ace Network? Do you want to know more about Ace Network? Then join our Facebook group called Ace Network Fan Group. In this group, you can post your thoughts on today's show. You can post your thoughts on anything aquarium-related, cooking-related, sports, WWE-related, anything PG-13. 
So the next time you're on Facebook, search for the Ace Network Fan Group. Click join. You can also friend Alex Cardinelli on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at AlexCardinelli1. And don't forget, our show page is blogtalk.com forward slash Alex Card Network. And please enjoy our shows.
Okay, we're back here live on the Aquatic Wetline, and today we had a fantastic debut of Aquarium Central, the only talk show that is unscripted, uncensored, and dedicated to the aquarium-keeping hobby. What a great show this was. So before I go, I have a couple of announcements that I'd like to make. Our next episode of the Aquatic Wetline is going to be live this Wednesday, and that's going to be Wednesday, April 28th, 2015, at 8 p.m. Eastern, and that's going to be my next episode of Oscar Cichlid Keepers Hour, the first Oscar Cichlid Keepers Hour live on the ACE Network. And this Wednesday, we're going to be talking about Hole in the Head. As common as Oscars are, Hole in the Head is very common in the aquarium hobby, and I personally want to put an end to Hole in the Head. So I'm going to tell you guys how to cure Hole in the Head and how to prevent Hole in the Head in Oscar Cichlids live this Wednesday, April 28th, 2015, at 8 p.m. Eastern. So uh, my good friend and my wonderful co-host, Fishkeeper Jeff, will be there co-hosting that show so are you looking forward to our Oscar Keepers Hour show on a hole in the head, Jeff? Yeah, I can't wait to get it out there so people don't end up getting hole in the head. I know a couple people with hole in the head. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny, man. And then uh, next Sunday, live right here on the ACE Network, we are going to be doing our second episode of Aquarium Central live on the Aquatic Wetline on the ACE Network, and we're going to have a couple guests. I hope to have two guests next Sunday. I'll have my brother Jimmy Cardinelli, who is also a fish keeper at the age of 14 years old, and then Jeff is going to try and get a wonderful guest from his area on this show. So we'll have... Jess and I, plus two fish keepers on this wonderful show next Saturday here on Aquatic Wetline on ACE Network. So that's going to be phenomenal as well. We're also going to be doing a fish keepers question and answer live on the Aquatic Wetline on Monday. All right, not this coming Monday, but next Monday, we're going to be doing our very first ever fish keepers question and answer on East Network. So, fish keepers, if you have a question, please submit them to aquaticwetline at outlook.com. That's aquaticwetline at outlook.com, and we look forward to answering your question. And don't forget, tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern on my YouTube channel, Aquatic Wetline, I will be doing a live question and answer. So, anyone with a YouTube channel is welcome to come and check that out. Flashmaster1989 will be joining us, and I look forward to that. That's going to be phenomenal as well. And last but not least, I want to thank all of the wonderful Facebook fish groups for allowing me to advertise today's show. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for allowing me, Aquatic Wetline, to advertise today's show. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. And, uh, Jeff, do you have any announcements you'd like to make before we end today's show? No, you pretty much announced them all, other than everybody be sure to go check out SP International. Awesome. And one more time, the Aquatic Wet Wine, Oscar Alice Cardinelli, and uh, Fishkeeper Jeff is proud to announce SP International as a brand-new sponsor for the Aquatic Wet Wine. So thank you, SP International, for your loyalty to the Aquatic Wet Wine, and we appreciate you becoming one of our new sponsors here on the Aquatic Wet Wine. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight here on the Aquatic Wetline. 
Jeff and I want to thank you guys for listening to the show, whether it's live or by archive listen. We really appreciate your listens. It supports us. Whether you are liking our show or you're hitting your sh- our show, you can listen. Listen is supporting us, so thank you very much for that. And uh, Fish Keepers, have a great rest of your Sunday and have a great week. We'll see you on Wednesday for our next episode of the Aquatic Wetline. Today's episode is brought to you by Akari Seals USA, who has some of the best fish food in the aquarium hobby, and School of Fish Inc., who has some of the best tropical fish food, tropical fish equipment, and some of the tropical fish in the western Massachusetts area. So once again, thank you, Akari Seals USA and School of Fish Inc., and now SK International for sponsoring today's episode. With that being said, I'm Oscar Oscardinelli, and he's Fish Keeper Jeff, and we thank you for listening to today's episode of the Aquatic Wetline live on East Network. Take on fish keepers and happy fish keeping. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Aquatic Wetline here on Ace Network. Oscar Alex and his tank mates at the Aquatic Wetline hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget the Aquatic Wetline airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Standard Time, and every other Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, exclusively here on the Ace Network. Fish Keepers, if you enjoyed the show, please copy and paste the URL to your Facebook, Twitter, and Google+. Tank on, Fish Keepers, and Oscar Alex and the Aquatic Wetline swim away. The Aquatic Wetline is off the air. Good night, everybody. podcast belongs to the Ace Network, Alex Cardinelli Entertainment Network. It may not be reused, redistributed without permission from Alex Cardinelli himself. This podcast was recorded live from the Springfield, Massachusetts studio and Ace Network.